Welcome back, youthers. That's a new one. I'm going to try that. What do you guys think? Youthers? Listeners? Can we call you guys youthers? Uh, I'm just going to keep saying youthers and be annoying. Anyway, episode four. Here we are. Our guest today is my mom. I had a talk with her last night. It was really funny. My little sister steps in and talks for a little bit. It's pretty cool. Nice, nice one. I think uh, if you guys want to get to know me and my family, it's a number one listen for me. Pretty enjoyable. Anyway, a lot of positive feedback on last episode where we started the new format where we literally just rant and talk about whatever the heck we want. Went pretty good, so we're going to go with that from now on. Yeah, we're just going to go directly into the snack section because I have a ton of snacks that I want to talk about. So since being in quarantine, we've been getting grocery pickup like once a week and trying to pick out something new that we haven't tried before. One of the things was like a Dr. Pepper cream soda. I was really excited to try it and it did not, it didn't pull through guys. It literally just tastes like cream soda, like just straight cream soda, not Dr. Pepper with cream, nothing, just straight cream. So I'm going to give that like a four out of 10. We ordered Bosco sticks. Shout out to like elementary school if you guys remember this or junior high. It's basically just like a breadstick with mozzarella cheese in it. But they substituted it because they were out. And the substitution was were these things called like loaded potato sticks or something. Never tried them before. And when we looked them up, they were literally a dollar for a box of like nine, I think. Picture like the size of a mozzarella stick, but it's got like cheese, potatoes, bacon, all in like a fried shell. Yeah, they're like a dollar apparently. They gave us like four boxes since it was equal to the same price. They were awesome. These are a hidden gem, folks. If you're going to Walmart to get grocery pickup, you're going to want to try these potato bites. They, they were awesome. Big fan. Oh yeah, Baja Blast is back in cans, and they taste different this time around. If you guys have tried it before and didn't like it, I feel like this taste in the can is more similar to the actual fountain version. I'm a big fan of that because Baja Blast just reminds me of when we were free people. (laughs) We weren't quarantined anymore. Oh, we bought an air fryer, which... I I highly suggest getting an air fryer, folks. This is, it's a game changer. We've been doing chicken. We've been doing, we did some mozzarella sticks in that bad boy. We made bacon in there. We did like a bunch of just random stuff. Chrissy made fried biscuit donuts. Jesus. We're just, we're talking next level snackage. You got to get you an air fryer. Big dogs only get an air fryer. So if you want to run with the big dogs, you get an air fryer. Along with the fried donuts, Chrissy's been baking up a storm. She found some like recipe to make box cake cookies. And we've been dropping them off at some friends here. Like we made some that were like, or she made some that were like lemon. And she made some strawberry ones with white chocolate chip that literally tasted like cotton candy. It was, it was insane. Some, cho- some sprinkled ones. We're eating good during quarantine, y'all. Uh, and also with the cookies, she also made some like homemade uh, barbecue sauce that we were giving to our friends. We just, oh man, I'm just, I've gained like 30 pounds during quarantine and I don't even care. It's like I'm hibernating. Oh, one more, the last snack that I want to talk about. Chrissy bought these bomb pops. Okay, when you hear bomb pops, you automatically think like the red, white, and blue popsicles. No, these are, these are new. These are the Bomb Pop Middles, like a chocolate shell almost, and then the inside is almost entirely just caramel. It says chocolate frozen dairy dessert outside with a burst of caramel in the middle. Holy fuck, guys. I'm probably going to eat like three more after this episode, but they're so good. We love snacks here, guys. Come on. You're on the Youth Energy Podcast. That's all we talk about is snacks. That's the only reason I do this thing is just to tell you about all the snacks that I get. Oh, yeah, Chrissy wanted me to talk about it. She got, like, a birthday cake Kit Kat, and apparently she said, if you like Funfetti, then this is the Kit Kat for you. I didn't get to try it because she ate it before I even could think about it, but apparently it's really good. So 
if you see those or order online and see them, pick one up. Some things I want to talk about, big stuff going on. So last night, after I had my store on pause for like six days, because I, I did like a, I don't know, we haven't talked about this. I hit 400 sales uh, on the 18th of April. So I decided to do like a two night only, or no, it was one night only where I literally dropped every single design I did for sale at one time. So I put that out. It did really, really well. And I closed my store until May 1st. And that was until someone brought up an old design that I did. And just for, just to test the waters, I posted said design on Twitter and it started to get, get some traction. So I hurried up and did like a new version of it and posted it on my site. And I only did 20 of them. I was only going to do 20 of them and they sold out in an hour. So I hurried up and I put more up just because I didn't want anyone to miss out this morning. But it's like a Gorilla Biscuits Garth Brooks reboot. Like, you'll see it if you follow me, obviously. But it's doing really well. And because that I... So the sale from the 400 I did really well on that sale but at the end of the day yesterday when I was going to bed I broke 500 so and technically in like a three-day span even though my store was closed for six days I, I gained a hundred new customers which I'm not trying to brag it's just literally insane because if you've followed along to this these past episodes you know that that's a big deal because I never even wanted to sell my artwork. I was terrified to sell things. I would put myself out there. So the fact that I've had 500 people buy stuff from me or 500 like total sales is literally insane. I haven't had a chance to like make a graphic for it yet. By the time you guys hear this, there'll probably be one up on my Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff because I'm going to work on it right after this. But it's, it's just mind-blowing and it I, I just can't believe it. It's just it's just wild. I think I'm going to do a giveaway. Like, I was thinking like a $50 gift card to my shop for like one person and then four other people. So it would be five to go along with 500. Do like 25 or 30 to four other people. And just like, I don't know, make it like a repost thing or tag a friend. I don't know yet. I'm still coming up with details. You'll find them out. It's just really cool. And... If you guys are listening and you've ordered something from me, I appreciate you. If you shared my stuff, I appreciate you. If you're just listening, I appreciate you because you're actually putting effort into something I'm doing and that's really cool to me. Or showing interest, not effort. You get what I'm saying. Moving on, we'll go to the mailbag because this one, I posted on all three social medias so there's a lot. Uh, the first one, we're going to go with Facebook. My buddy Greg says... Why are the purple bag Doritos not stocked anywhere? Which, if you were listening last week or last episode, we talked about how the purple bag Doritos, the sweet and spicy chili, are obviously the superior of all Doritos. And I did not know that they were missing, so this is a bummer. I'm very sorry for anyone looking for those. Tommy asked, who is your pro wrestling Mount Rushmore? And I'm not going to go with, like, greatest of all time. I'm going to go with the four wrestlers that I think are awesome and they were my favorites growing up, etc. So Stone Cold, obviously, because he's my favorite. Stone Cold, Sting. And let's go with The Rock. And this is where I'm going to say, I think I'm going to go Rey Mysterio Jr. Because he was one of my favorites and he fucking kicked ass. There's just so... Is there four? four? There's four on Mount Rushmore, I think, right? That's embarrassing. How many are on Mount Rushmore? Let's Google that really fast. I think it's four, right? I'm going to feel stupid. Yeah, it's four. Duh. God. Uh, yeah, so those are the four I would pick. I don't know. I feel like Rey Mysterio could be, like, subbed out for, like, God, I don't know, Mankind, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I fucked up, guys. Mankind's my fourth choice. So that was a fun one. Uh, let's go to the next question. What we got here? 
what is the best Tom Hanks movie? What is the worst Tom Hanks movie? And what is your favorite Tom Hanks movie? So the best Tom Hanks movie and my favorite Tom Hanks movie will probably be the same thing. So I got to look at his IMDb because he's done a lot of movies and I can't think of them off the top of my head. So just stay stay right here, guys. We're going to look at Tom Hanks' IMDb. Okay, I found it. The best and my favorite. Well, let's go best will be Forrest Gump. And then my favorite, I'm going to go A League of Their Own because I grew up watching that one. That's a great one. And what was the Tom movie, Tom Hanks movie I hate? What is the worst Tom Hanks movie? Oh, man, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go with Toy Story because... Woody was a fucking dickhead. And I talk... My wife and I always talk about this. Like, Woody was the, the like, douchebag of the bunch. Which really sucks is when you think about it. Tim Allen is kind of like the douchebag in real life. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. But I'm going to go Toy Story because Woody kind of sucks, y'all. That's a hot take, right? Has COVID-19 broken a... A lot of internet relationships and hardcore since the lack of fest means they'll never meet in real life for foreseeable future. Yeah, I'm going to go with probably not just because they're probably like Skyping or like FaceTiming each other a lot. I think maybe. I don't know. Maybe they just haven't seen each other in person. Also, if you hear that, my dog is sleeping in the background and she's snoring, having a, a big ass dream right now. <laughs> Uh, so that's that. Let's go to, let's go to, uh, I think we had one question on Twitter. My man Brian said, favorite non-chocolate candy. That's easy. That's Sour Patch Kids. You can't beat Sour Patch Kids. They're perfect. And on Instagram, we had quite a bit, so let's go there. We got least favorite Pittsburgh Penguin. This is going to be hard. I hate to talk crap on him because he kind of turned it around a little bit this season, but I guess it doesn't really matter now. But Jack Johnson, 100%. His contract sucks. Uh, favorite Mighty Ducks player character is easily... It's easily Averman. There's no question about it. He's the comedic relief. I honestly think he's underrated, but Averman's my favorite. Favorite color? Uh, it's a It's a toss-up. I really like just, just like, blue. I don't know why. All shades of blue I'm a big fan of. But also, I'm going to go designer on us. We're going to go athletic gold Pantone. Oh, no, guys. I forgot my favorite Pantone. This is embarrassing. What am I going to do? Don't judge me for this, y'all. Oh, no. Why can't I find 1375? Is that it? Yeah, one, two, three, five. My bad. That's the uh, the Pantone for Athletic Gold. That's my real favorite color. Uh, will speakeasy hardcore shows happen? Are people not that selfish? So what he's re- referring to here is we're talking about underground shows like happening during this whole COVID-19 stuff. I I think they're probably going to happen in like basements and stuff and people not knowing about them because they'll just be like ask a punk kind of stuff but it'll be like ask a punk who doesn't give a shit about anyone else's lives. That's what it's going to say on the flyer I think. Okay so favorite horror film. I'm not a huge horror movie fan. Like I like horror movies but it's not my go to. Anyone knows me knows that I'm a comedy guy. I just like comedies. Obviously, uh, my favorite horror film, though, I would say recently, of recent years, it would be It Follows. Big fan of the score of that. The movie's great. I'm a, I like it. I like it. Uh, let's see. There's more. Your opinion on the hardcore straight edge community and why it matters. I'm not sure if this person knows that I'm actually straight edge. So, my opinion on the hardcore straight edge community is that it's cool and I don't like when people alienate others for being addicts. It matters because I feel like a a lot of younger kids 
don't know which road to turn and I feel like it's important that they don't get caught up in a bunch of bullshit and have somewhere to turn if their parents or family members are drug addicts and abusive to them. Maybe it'll help them get them help. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. Uh, someone asked, why are you such a bitch? I just am. I, I don't really have an answer for that one. How many new riffs? I, like new metal riffs? Uh, there's some. There's a lot of new metal riffs. I think there's some, some riffs that people don't talk about by Nickelback that actually go pretty hard. That's not really new metal. That's more like butt rock or chin rock, whatever you want to call it. But there's some songs by Nickelback that have some heavy ass breakdowns. Like legit heavy. Uh, yeah, so that's, a, that's it for the mailbags. We're done with those. We're going to talk about what's going on right now on Twitter. So the past couple days, people have been just roasting on these kids on TikTok for making, like, hardcore-related TikToks, which I get it. People roast each other. It's cool. They were, like, misgendering people. It was just something I wasn't a big fan of seeing. I'm not trying to sound like a white knight or whatever people want to call me or like a PC warrior. But like, come on, our generation was like laughing our asses off to like the Victory Records Mosh Santa. Like if that shit was on TikTok, you'd be making fun of it. Just because these kids are having fun. They're fucking quarantined. Let them be. Jesus Christ. If it's not affecting your life, why do you care? I find it funny, like obviously roasting people is hilarious, but at the same time, like you gotta think about what you're saying. Yeah, that's my opinion on that. My state county is scheduled to go to stop the stay-at-home orders on May 3rd, so I'll probably be going back to work like, like next week sometime. If I die, I love you all. <laughs> I doubt I'll die, but like it kind of—I feel like it's kind of early. I mean, the NHL is already talking about having their players ready to play in May, which I think is stupid. If they're, if they're playing, like, with just their teams, I guess, that's whatever. But, like, if you're going to have fans at your arena, that's just, like, straight-up negligence. I'll still watch it, but, like, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, so thanks for listening. We're going to go and listen to... I think we're going to listen to a song by The Midlife right now. The Midlife are my buds from here. And they just put out like a two-song EP a couple months ago, and it's really good. We're going to listen to Paper Tigers. And after the conversation with my mom, I will probably play a new track by Jocko that's from their upcoming 7-inch that Dog Ears is putting out. It's called Wise Man. It's on the Underdogs 3 comp. If you haven't picked that up yet, do that. All right, love y'all. Enjoy. See you next time.
We're back with another episode, and on this line, we got my mama, and I think my little sister's in the background, too. What's up, y'all? What's up? How's it going, Mom? Pretty dang good, Chris. For any better, I couldn't stand it. Oh, oh God. How's (laughs) quarantine treating you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Jen's stuck with me. She loves it. How's work been? My mom's an essential worker. Yes. So she's, she's had to go to work. Yes, I've been wearing a mask. It's like breathing through a straw for 12 hours. Mm. But, you know, trying to stay safe. Had one positive case, you know. Are you doing anything productive at home? No. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Just been baking, did, did a couple cakes, got some for next week, and making masks for people, sewing. That's about it. Look at you. Yeah, cool. and my house is clean, and my closets are clean, and anything that I can. So that's productive. You're that doing is, something. I'm doing something. All right, we're going to just, we're going to dive right in, because I actually have a lot of questions that I don't know. Okay. I don't know why I've never asked. But, like, so, obviously, growing up, you were doing tons of artsy stuff for for me and the, the other fam. You would make our costumes and paint us, like, posters and make us, uh, like, blankets and stuff. Uh-huh. Where, where did that come from? When did you start getting into art? Uh, I think since little, little, because any contest they had, I would do it. Any drawing contest, I'd, I'd win. I even won a coloring contest, and I got to ride an elephant in a circus. Wait, what? Yeah. Did you really? Yes, I did. It when was, was a, that? It was sixth grade, and the circus came to town, and they gave us a color page to color this clown, and I colored it, and I made his collar plaid. Yeah, and whoever won got to go to the circus in town, and they called you to the center ring, and I got to ride an elephant around the center ring, and all my friends were there. They were clapping, and I got a yellow balloon on stick. Oh, uh, my God. It was awesome. Did, did, your, did your picture say fuck clowns on it, though? <laughs> it would now. Yeah. For... <laughs> back then, I wouldn't know. I don't, yeah, I don't like clowns, but oh, it was fun. I mean, I won a contest like in sixth grade for, you know, brush your teeth and you get a free toothbrush. And then I won one for in 76. You had to make a house or something 3D for the Legion to represent, you know, 1976. So I did Betsy Ross's house out of a box and I made a log cabin with oh Barbie God. doll. And then I, she was holding a little, flag that she was knitting you know crocheting whatever and then i made the fireplace out of legos and so so you don't know where the like art side came from besides my my grandma used to paint hand painted plates you know your grandpa was amazing artist he was you know and then my mom could paint but she rarely did i think it's just like grandma could paint yeah, she was really good. I even remember she wouldn't let me and Aunt Beth paint any ornaments because she said we didn't paint well enough and she didn't want to ruin. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just wanting That's to classic grandma. It was. She's like, oh, you damn kids will ruin it. So she was <laughs> God damn it. Damn kids. So she painted them and I just remember thinking, just let me try, you know. But So I've been drawing forever and then... In high school, any chance I got to show off, you know, oh, I can do the scenery. I did scenery for like the grade school when grandma worked mm-hmm. at the grade school. And then yeah. that's when I, you know, that was before I was out of high school, you know. That was actually one of my other questions was you did a bunch of those like mascots on the walls mm-hmm. at school. I was yeah. I was wondering how you got in. Into like that. the end to do those yeah because was it because of grandma working at the school yeah grandma worked at the school in the 1990 westland won the state championship and then they wanted me to come in and put a warrior head on the wall 
and then put something towards the fact that they had won. So <laughs> because ground worked at the grade school, I went there first and then the high school coach saw it and he says, I need that at the high school. Oh, so, nice. yeah. so then I went to the high school, you know, three sections of scaffolding, climb up three sections and just. Did you get back. paid for that? Yeah, I charged them. It wasn't How much, much. Did you charge them back then? I think then? I charged I back then like two hundred dollars, hundred dollars here. I feel like you charged a lot more now, so oh, that's yeah. that's kind of cool that you actually got paid that well back then. I yeah. mean, that's pretty good amount of money back then. Yeah, because I, I thought. You never... How long did it take you to do those? Gosh, months and months. I would go there every time there wasn't school. I'd go there on the weekends. It was hot as ever. I tried to do it in the summer. And yeah, because you, you took us with you. I know. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was, yeah, when I was married to your dad, you guys would play in the gym while I painted. I did, I don't know, it's just to sign my name on that wall, it would be there forever. That's it's still that's there. A rush. And then I did Albert's school. I did yeah. Cougar jumping out of the bricks with Viridian green eyes. Okay, so for people who are not unaware of what we're talking about, my mom painted like giant, what did you call them, murals? Murals. Yeah, murals on like the gym walls Yeah. at some of the local high schools where I grew up. And I would always remember to high school or like grade school and be like, my mom did that. And then you're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, look right here. And it had your name. So I yeah. definitely, I would brag about that because it was so cool because it was so big. They were huge. It was 12 foot up in the air and about 12 foot wide. So, yeah. I feel and, like they're bigger than that, but I was also young. so Yeah, because yeah, I remember it was three sections. You're going, you know, six, maybe even higher than that, maybe 18 feet. But it was 12 foot wide. And to stand back to look at your work, your legs would just shake. And it was like a total rush. You're like, whoa. It, yeah. You get to go to those school events all the time and see it there. Yeah. And I take a picture every time. Look, I did this. <laughs> but before and all it that, I did. didn't change. It didn't matter. Yeah. Before all that, I did yellow page ads, which a lot of people don't know what yellow pages are. Yeah. Uh, for you youngsters, for you yellow young pages were in uh, phone books, which contained people's phone numbers. Not, it's not Google. It was a, a, an actual book of phone, <laughs> phone it was numbers. Ads like in the know, back had yellow pages that were all ads, right? Yeah, that, I'm and, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you would get paid by however big ad that you would do. And what you would do is like around here, they were always black and yellow. But Indiana, California, um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I did ads for all them and. They were four color ads. They were green, blue, red, and black. And what you would do is you take clip art out of a book, make a copy of it. This, nothing was computer when I did it. And you had X-Acto Nide rubber cement and yellow paper. And you would redo their ad to where they would go, oh my gosh, look how cool this looks in four colors. And they would pay the yellow pages to have a bigger, better ad. So I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know you did it for all those places. I See, this is why I'm glad we're, we're talking about this, because yeah. this is stuff I didn't know about. The things that I brag about is I did one for Jane Fonda. <laughs> oh, damn. I did one for Fred Astaire, his oh, dance cool. studio. You've He's never cool. told me this. Yeah, Fred Astaire's dance studio, Jane Fonda's workout studio. And, and you, I... you repeat stories all the time, and you've never told me this one. Uh -uh. Jenna, you did those... you know that? I knew she did yellow page, but I didn't know she had like around the states. Yeah, because yeah, nothing around here did ads like that. Yeah, so the salesman would go out and sell it, and if there was little changes, it would be back in your cubby, as they called it, and you would have to fix it. But you got only got paid after it was accepted. So the money for yellow page ads were it was hit or miss. So it wasn't a job that. You know, to be being paid as an artist was so cool. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah, because that's something you were good at. Yeah. Wait, so you weren't doing those on a computer, right? That was no, like hand-drawn. No, everything -drawn was hand-done. Like... It was hand-done. So why how do you admit that? Like, did you just hand it in to, like, a boss or something? 
Yeah, we had one guy that would proof it, a main artist, and then it would go on to the salespeople. But you had different size pens for different thicknesses of fonts. You know, instead of doing on the computer, 22%. No, I had a Pentel pen that was the fine line. I had a Marvy marker that was the thicker font. And then I had another Pentel that was a thinner red and black and blue and green. And so when you would do their, their words, you had to use the thinnest pen to write whatever you needed. And you had to fit it in such a small space. And you had, you had a ruler and a, a big drafting table. And that's how you made everything, you know, exactly the way you want it. You had a pickup, they call it, that you would uh -huh. get the little beads uh -huh. of um, rubber cement. Yeah. So it would be clean. And then as, you know, yellow page ads didn't get so square, you were allowed to take the picture and as long as something touched the corner, that was considered a full page ad. But to do a full page ad, you got $25. So if you could do a four full, full page ads in an hour, you'd make $100. Damn. Yeah. Where was that so located? I, I worked for one in Trenton. And then really? I worked, yeah. It was a woman out of her trailer. You know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she told me to stop drawing because she said I wasn't taking my art serious enough and oh, she luckily I didn't listen jump. to her. She yeah. can go jump. She can double the jump. And then I worked for a place called Oasis Productions downtown Belleville. And uh -huh. then I worked uh -huh. for MEM Art Services downtown Belleville. But when we applied, we it was like a calling. You had to stand up in a row in this warehouse and they had to go down the line and look at your work to see if you were even getting into the next phase of getting into the building. What did you so, bring? Do you remember? I think I just brought some drawings that I had done. Like some doodles? Yeah, just some things that I've drawn and maybe maybe stuff from pictures of my murals because that was after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I mean, I, I did... Yellow page ads were, were so good, but you never knew when you were going to get paid. That was yeah. the only bad thing. And then, like, a, a lot of the places were wanting to switch to Mac computers because they weren't doing hand lettering anymore. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. what, and they would say, if you could just get a Mac computer. And I'm like, no, this is how I know how to do it. Yeah. You know, that's the same as silk screening when I got into that. It was the same way. I and, did paper stencils. Okay. So... That's when you got into screen printing was after that, right? Yeah, it was after that. Yeah. Like right it, after? I, yeah, it was right after. Well, I kept doing it, same as when I was doing the murals, because when I did those murals, I made a t-shirt for the, the school because they won, and my picture was on the front page of the paper, and that's when a guy that had a really big business said, I saw that shirt you had on, who printed that? And I said, well, me. And he said, oh, what kind of whatever do you use? I'm like, I use paper. I was like, are you kidding me? I go, no. I cut it with an exacto blade. I tape it to the back of the screen. And then I just squeegee, you know, squeegee it. Yeah. And then I put it in my dryer, in my oven. Yeah. You know, at two, 200 degrees. And I did tons of shirts like that. Did yeah, I remember whatever. When Dylan and I were doing those dog ear shirts, you were like, you can just throw them in the oven. And we thought it was crazy, but we have people that still wear those shirts and they haven't cracked or anything. Yeah, they're, that's how we did it. And so that's how I got hired to do, I, you know, I would still do on the side stuff. I worked for a place in O'Fallon doing um, digitizing. Mm -hmm. You know what that is? Like, it's... it's I know what digitizing for, is. Well, you know, okay, so... I worked there and then they give me little odd jobs like doing banners for these big beer companies. You remember they would be stretched yeah. out everywhere. Yeah, because you do them for like the June Jamboree and stuff. Yeah. And then I would find, I joined local places like the JCs and stuff so I could get into uh, oh. all the little small little towns and get all my little local designs stuff. out there. But, but I mean, they're still out there. My Hoot Nanny stuff and. Yeah, and the shorties bar. Yeah, that's still there. That's still there. That. She that's just so said funny. that. You need to yeah. call that guy and be like, "Yo, let me redo this because it's it's starting to crack now. That's old." 
it was cracked when he gave it to me and me and your grandpa <laughs> took fiberglass that he uses on cars and that's how we fixed the sign for the guy and i thought oh, it was so cool because that was when stippling came out you know with the little oh, dots yeah. so that yeah. was if you look at it real close that's what it's what's in there and uh janna's yeah, good at that stuff she likes it's hard but i mean between that and that and then i just always been doing you know i between that art and sewing and now I do cakes and I do cupcakes and. Okay. So then after the screen printing thing, you were stay at home mom for a while, right? Isn't that what you did next? Well, we tried to open our own business. Oh um, yeah. You and Leslie. Yeah. We tried to open our own business and I already had my own printer. So that's how you make the money is you do the designs, you buy the shirts and yeah. then. You just pay your printer and the rest is profit. Mm -hmm. So I had every school in our small little county, did all the designs for him, gave them, you know, packaged each one in, his, in a little baggie, delivered them. And then when we had our own business, we thought, well, that way we can make, you know, more money. But it just didn't, it didn't work at all. The quality wasn't there. It, it just, and I was losing people. And just it just didn't work out. So that's where I went to work downtown Belleville for Moon Shirts mm -hmm. at the time. And that was fun as ever. I mean, I got to do stuff for Mad. And, you know, my designs were like the ones you couldn't find anywhere. Like, I want a polar bear drinking a beer, you know, sitting oh, on a those. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And I would do that. And I did, you know, I did do one for Blue Angels. I remember that. That one yeah. was awesome. Yeah, I did one for the Blue Angels. And that was supposed to be really big because the one of the pilots was friends with, you know, my boss's wife, who was a, also a stewardess. And so it was supposed to go really big. And then his co-pilot or one of the people in, the, in his air thing got killed. And then all that went to the wayside. But she did take me like to Chicago because she wanted to sell my stuff to the Chicago Art Institute. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And I thought I went there and we took pictures and we decided there's no T-shirts with the actual art museum on them. So I went back to do drawings of that. And I remember going back to high school to my art teacher and he was eating lunch. And I said, my stuff might be in the Chicago Art Institute. And he's like, oh, my God, really? I go, well, it's in the gift shop. <laughs> but, but it's still, close enough. It's close enough. There's some things, you know. And when we did the mad shirts, you, you, you know, my mad shirts were like, you know. Oh, yeah, those were yeah. awesome. Yeah. I want to recreate one of them because it's yeah. awesome. Cats have, <laughs> you know. Yeah, only cats have only nine, have nine lives. lives. Don't drink and drive. And yeah. Yeah, that one was awesome. We were going to do big with that. We were going to have, um, like, you know how the, the drug dog, we were going to do the, the cat. Gruff McGruff. Yeah, we are going to do the cat and stuffed animals and go around and get a person. You know, that's how Mad was going to promote that. They screwed you know? up. They should have done that. Yeah, and, I mean, the prototype was like $900 to make one. Holy shit. Yeah. And then from there, you could go bigger, but it just... It didn't work. It just, but there were so many things. Oh, if I could only do this, then, but I don't, the one thing I wanted to do was I wanted to teach art. That's the main thing I wanted to do. But people always said, oh my gosh, you'll have to take art history. And I'm like, well, forget that. That's art. <laughs> I'm not smart. Fuck history. <laughs> but instead, you, you became a nurse. Yes. Or went to nursing school. Yes. <laughs> Which is, unbelievably hard yeah but so now i just live through jen because she's doing everything i've always done and you're amazing amazing but artist wait no don't jump ahead of, don't jump ahead yet <laughs> but why did you go to nursing school you got to get to that point okay i went to nursing school okay i went into the medical field because your aunt was sick yeah she had cancer and I took care of her every day for 11 months and I had to give her shots in her legs and she, there was no one else that would do it. And I thought I can do it, but I really couldn't, but I never told her this is so hard. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, she was ill. She knew she wasn't going to live. And she said, you would be amazing at this. And I thought, if you only knew how scared I am. And I said, you think? And she goes, yeah, I think you would be really good at this. So when she passed away and me and your dad got divorced, I thought, okay, I have no job, no education. What am I going to do? So then I thought of what she said. And so I went to school for medical assisting and then absolutely loved it. It was, you know, the greatest. I got to do so much as a medical assistant. Yeah, so see, like, everything happens for a reason. You didn't go to art school because you had other callings. Yeah, but, you know, when I worked at SLU, I worked at SLU as a medical assistant. That's how I did all those Billiken stuff and all those St. Louis University t-shirts. Oh, that, that's true, so, yeah. You remember that? Cause <laughs> You're, they had, you were still yeah, hustling. Yeah, they had a contest, and I thought, how cool would that be to see a bunch of people in St. Louis and I work with my designs on them? Mm -hmm. So I won a contest through them, and then sold any chance I got to, Hey, I can do that design. I would do it, which we, you know, we still do that. You know, we bounce ideas. Hey, what do you think of this? Well, I can draw that. Yep. But everything I do is hand drawn. I, I don't think there's not that there's no way to get on a computer and do it, but if I can see it, I can draw it. If I have to make it up, I can't. I think that's I was the telling Jenna, I think you guys should get like a Cintiq or like a, some type of, uh, mind pad where you guys can draw because you both are really good illustrators, but you don't know how to use computers for it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really like digital art. Doing it, I like looking at it, but it's just <laughs> she did have one. I think she gave it to you. Yeah, she you did. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about like a nice, nice one, like yeah. an iPad Pro or something. That's what you guys need. Yeah, that's. She still, she's got, I mean, everything, she's got a show coming up, plugging her show. We'll plug it, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so, yeah, obviously you're still in the medical field. Yeah. So, I've... we pretty much wrapped that up because you're still doing art stuff. You're making cupcakes and whatnot. Yeah, I did some really cool ones. So, my question is, do you remember me being artistic at an early age because i really don't i do you drew on everything did i any chance you got you drew on it skateboards you know oh that's true yeah tony hawk stuff if you had a skateboard you just tried to design it yourself you you've always been and that's why i kept telling you if you would just i just had too much stuff going on yeah but always on the go you're always on the go but yeah, the same. I think all all of you guys are so, really talented. I also and, remember you making not making us, but whenever you were watching us, you'd have us watch like uh, Bob Ross or oh yeah. I think it was, it was Pappy Druitt, wasn't it? Does yeah. that sound familiar? Yeah, and I got you that VHS set on how to do cartoons. That was mine. yes, I loved that thing. Yeah, and. Bob Ross, because that's amazing. Because he's the shit. He is. I learned landscape oil painting. I took a class. When I, while I was in high school, I took a college course at the college learning landscape oil painting with my grade school art teacher, me and your Aunt Jenny. It was a blast. I mean, I have paintings. You painted on a saw. You still have yeah, I painted on a saw. I remember saw that. Blades and stuff. That was with oils and some of my, one of my cousins still has one of my paintings. Like, oh, I have your, you know, what do you, you seriously do? It? And then, like, for Christmas to make money, I would make things and draw things. And I still remember working at SLU drawing I cartoon characters. Yeah, I definitely learned that from you. The Nickelodeon characters out of, yep. it only cost a quarter for a poster board. And I, I remember. That's, I definitely learned that from you, like just making stuff and selling it to people. Yeah, that and I did tons of like craft fairs with, you know, your aunts and uncles. Mm -hmm. We did those and I would make little bunnies around Easter and mice, mice yeah. and gin would do that. But yeah, so craft shows, we did that. Just, you know, just anything you could do to make money. Like I would charge $10 for a gigantic poster. And there's a, oh, someone that still has them because they sealed it. 
And it was just a oh, yeah, poster. Were, yeah. Dare you remember, yeah. I remember having that chalk everywhere. Yeah. Here, rub uh, this in, then we spray hairspray on it, cut it out, and yeah. sell it for $10. What else do you have to talk about? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I still paint. I still... Do you meet ooh. anyone nice at the Dollar General lately? <laughs> yeah. No, but I did have a guy come in the other day with his finger up his nose. <laughs> you know, you step on the doors and the doors open and close. He kept, he stepped uh-huh. in, the doors open, and he had his finger knuckle deep in his nose. And he was like, Can you do it for the bathroom? Is? I'm like, Oh my God. No. First, put a mask on, wipe your <laughs> hand off, you sicko. You sicko. There's you just freak. everybody's, everybody's weird. You know, you get the crabby people come in saying, This is bullshit. I can't believe yes. they're. But All as right. far as far as my career, I mean, I love being doing what I do. I got to work with the Rams, Blues, the Cardinal guys. Saw some stuff. It was awesome. So I think I'm supposed to be where I'm supposed to be. Had, uh, had Al- I thought his name was Pujeles. <laughs> Jose Pujeles. I said Jose Pujeles. I saw him. He helped me to my car. And, and uh, I went Albert Pujols, and you said, "Yeah, that's it." That's it. He was the nicest man. And you had Keith Kachuk in your office yeah. and his kids. Yeah. He asked me, could he use my phone? I said, only for a quarter. And he gave yeah. you a quarter, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He slid me a quarter. I'm like, I'm keeping this. And now his kids are in the NHL. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Like, you get to see, you know, Carpenter outside my window throwing balls with the physical therapist. And mm. I got to do a commercial for the Cardinals and, you know, go on the field. Did and ask that guy if he actually liked Emo's Pizza? No, one of them I did. I I just it was neat because like with the Rams we'd sit and I was in charge of the urine cups that year and sitting <laughs> talking to you know all those guys and they're hilarious and then one guy you know handed me an empty urine cup and I said uh, there's nothing in this and he said give this to Bulger <laughs> he had farted in it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, um, yeah, I'll never forget his name, but I don't think I could say it because of HIPAA. Okay, but... let's have uh, let's have Jenna do her plug fast. Okay, here you go, Jen. Oh, God. Hello. Okay, so I'm Christopher's little sister. My name is Jenna LeBlanc. I am a senior at Greenville University, and I'm having my online art show May 3rd through the 9th on Instagram. My tag is at drugfreejenna. It's all lowercase. And it's my stay-at-home art show. So stay home. Don't go out and see some cool art every day at 3 and sometimes at 4. So my my little sister is supposed to have her senior art show. And it got canceled because of all this shit. So she's doing like a virtual one. So I I think it's a really cool idea. And you guys should go check it out. I will put her at in my show notes. Uh, Now we're going to do some rapid questions with both of y'all. Thank you. Okay. I think that would be fun. I think so. Can I tell a quick story real fast of what mom did yesterday? What? Of course. Yes, uh, definitely. She, in a panic, came up to me and said, Jenna, you got to teach me the TikTok dance. And I'm like, what dance? Oh, There's no. So- oh, She's oh, like, no. you got to teach me the TikTok dance. Your aunt said that her daughters are going to teach her and they're going to do it. We got to do it too. Oh, no. She's like, we got to outdo it. I was like, okay. You know how you'll outdo it? By yeah. not doing it. That's exactly what I think. I was like, I don't know which. But I'm talented, and I want. I think 100% don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That Just wanted to share. I always ask these random questions in all of my interviews because people seem to like these. Uh, If you were to compare our family to like one famous family, like cartoon or movies or TV shows or whatever, who would you say? I would always say Family Guy because we just watched that growing up, but it's not very nice. <laughs> oh, her daddy's a big guy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I say Roseanne. Yeah, I, Beth, I could feel that one. Yeah, because Beth's Jackie. Yep, Beth, <laughs> Beth is Jackie. Okay, if you guys could only watch one movie... For the rest of your life, what movie would it be? Jack and Jill. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jack and Jill or The Ringer? <laughs> okay, The Ringer is hilarious, but I knew you were going to say Jack and Jill. <laughs> I love it. That movie is terrible. Where are you? I would have, yeah. Okay, I what about you, Jenna? I couldn't top that, but I would say either Into the Spider-Verse or Fantastic Mr. Fox. God, oh, Fantastic good. Mr. Fox! That's a good one, too. Yeah, Jack and Jill makes me laugh out loud. Makes me LOL. All right, you're going to the gas station. What's your go-to snack? Snicker bar. Snicker bar. Uh, I would say Chex Mix. Oh, that's a good one. Or just under sleep. underrated. Yeah. What about cat? what about drinks? Yeah, we, we're counting drinks. Definitely like a cherry slushy from Casey's. That's the frozen best. Ski. Or frozen ski. ski. Yeah, mom wins wins on that one for sure. Yeah, frozen ski or. Ski with mini crushed ice. Oh, that sounds great. You remember the mini glass bottled skis? Those were my favorite. Yeah. It was, they used, had them at that sub shop that was on the corner. By BJ the Subs. Yeah. Ooh. They had like 12 items on the shelf. <laughs> dust on and everything. it always had dust on it. Yeah, dust on everything. <laughs> but Brian Harpstrike worked there. It was worth going. Ah. Uh. <laughs> okay mom or both of you if you had one album to listen to on a desert island what would it be actually no one album to listen to what would it be we'll do we'll do a different desert island one okay mine would be either silverstein's discovering the waterfront or tame impala's inner speaker mom i don't know it's gonna be uh, some christian radio rock isn't it right? yeah What's wrong with that? <laughs> it just certifies you as a It's probably guy. Jeremy Camp or Sidewalk Prophet something. <laughs> They're jamming. They're jamming. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I would listen to something musical. Like Wicked or something. Wicked. <laughs> Wicked. No one mourns the Wicked. Okay. Uh... Or no, I know. Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Yeah. Get saying. out of here, Mom. That's the best. <laughs> Just that. saying. That's a great. That's okay. a great. Hey, you're bringing you're bringing three items to a desert island. What are you bringing? My phone. You can't use. It. Oh, you can't use it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuzzy blanket. I don't know. To a desert island, you're gonna bring a fuzzy blanket. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably bring scissors, like really big scissors, a tent, and then like a towel. Okay. Well, you can seem... cut things with a scissor. I'd yeah. want to bring underwear. I don't, want, no I don't want nothing up my track. You're on and on. Who cares? <laughs> then little ants will find their way up that hole. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be the undies. Mm -mm. Just At under. least three. Just underwear, nothing in, else. Yeah, you bring in three pairs. <laughs> three pairs. Rotate. Rotate them, turn them inside out. Oh my god! It's oh. Adidas tennis shoes, so I could run fast from the. <laughs> Just underwear. <laughs> my underwear, Adidas tennis shoes. <laughs> Mom's got the idea, Jenna. Yeah. Yeah, it's. You went practical. Mom went really practical. Yeah. And a blanket. Okay. I gotta have a fuzzy blanket. <laughs> All right. I'm trying That's to think. Oh, some uh, Denise wanted me to talk to you about UFOs, Mom. Oh hell! I hate those. Mm -mm, yeah. Them. Remember when you called me and said you saw one? I told Channel Four, and then they I said there was the a story immediately because yeah. I, I I wasn't the only one that called. Yep. Glenn Zimmerman. Well, what about the time you called me crying because one was above your car? Oh, my God. That was in New Baden. You know why? So I had a brand new Samsung whenever Samsung was, like, really cool. And I accidentally left it in my jeans. So she had to go to Aunt Beth's to get rice, rice. to put my phone in. <laughs> so I get the rice and I'm headed back and I see this light in the sky. And I'm like, why is that light above the road? 
that doesn't make sense because we're the on the back road. There's nothing. Yeah, we we lived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so I'm looking up, going, "Oh my gosh, that is not a streetlight." And I slammed on my brakes, and I did a 180. You know, turned around and headed down the hill, and I looked in my rearview mirror and I saw some lights above it. So I thought, "Oh, good, that's a car. They'll see it too." And then I saw it wasn't a car. It was a second something. And I'm, my phone went flying on the dashboard. I went down the hill, pulled in your Aunt Beth's house, ran in her house. It's like, you know, late. She's in bed. She was in bed sleeping. And I shook her and I told her, I said, I just <laughs> saw you. It's on the back road. Oh, my God. Oh my I God. think I was living in Springfield, Illinois yeah. at the time, wasn't I? Because you yeah. called me crying. And I was like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. And then. What's grandpa say? Did you take a picture? Of course. <laughs> Did you go back out there and see if there are footprints in the snow? <laughs> and every once in a while he'd go, okay, for sure. I'm like, dad, it was. It was. It, and I didn't want to go. I couldn't go back that way home. So I yeah, took the highway home. Gross. And I was just like, oh, my God. If anyone's wondering, that phone did not survive. It didn't. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. We were all wondering that, Jenna. I just well, I thought I'd, I'd let the people know. Between that and our house being haunted is AF. It's just like we had unreal supernatural, supernatural stuff. What about the haunting where you were standing behind the uh, dresser and you scared Emily? Yeah, and I don't. And, and you pissed it. yourself laughing. Yeah, I don't think so, Chris. <laughs> That's because I growled like a tiger and she started crying, and I was laughing so hard I peed on the floor. <laughs> You damn kids. <laughs> oh, okay, that was Mom, funny you got anything shit. else you want to add? You guys got anything else you want to add? Uh, well, I could talk for hours just to shoot the shit, but... No. Well, well, I can stop recording and we can do that. Okay, cool. Um, I do have a question. Did you try the new trend of that whipped coffee? I know it has a fancy name, but I can... Oh, yes. It. Yes, we did. Chrissy got your... that. Chrissy got that off TikTok, I think. Where did yeah. you find that coffee stuff at? Was it TikTok? Yeah. Because I found it on Instagram from TikTok. Yeah, she found it on TikTok, and we did it, and it was delicious. And Chrissy does it, like, every morning now. Because at first, I didn't mix it all the way, and I was like, this is gross. But now I like it. Mom won't let me make it for her, though. She's weird about textures. Mom, I don't like anything like... white. Mm. Oh, my God, Mom. <laughs> White and creamy. All right. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this episode up because I have to do like my part at the beginning now. Okay. And Milo's waking up, so we're going to go get him. So All that was right. perfect time. Uh, it was great talking to you guys. I'm going to stop recording, but I'm going to keep talking to you guys. So, uh, yeah. I love y'all. Love you.
who's really washed.